Our guest in this episode is Wish Dad Jim Dizel. In 2012, Jim's son Frankie had his wish granted to meet Tom Brady. Jim has stayed involved with the chapter as a speaker and as a donor. Here is Jim Dizel. Our guest in this episode is Wish Dad Jim Dizel. In 2012, Jim's son Frankie had his wish granted to meet Tom Brady. Jim, welcome to the Wish House Podcast. How are you? How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no problem, man. Listen, we're so excited to have you on this podcast. It's one of those opportunities that we get as a chapter to really talk to wish parents who have been through it. You've, you've seen the entire journey from, you know, pre-treatment to through treatment and then during the wish journey. Um, so we're, we're just so excited to be able to chat with you and talk through Frankie's wish a little bit. That's great. And I'm, I'm excited to be able to help out in any way. Uh, as I mentioned to you, it's uh, uh, you guys are a remarkable organization, and uh, I will I will do anything for Make a Wish. Absolutely. And at the time of this recording, we are celebrating St. Patrick's Day. So uh, you know, shout out to everyone celebrating uh, uh, or has celebrated already at this point. Um, but we're so excited to be able to talk to you. And again, you know, your son Frankie had a pretty cool wish. I mean, a, a lot of celebrity wishes tend to be kind of we're always not 100% sure how they're always going to go because there's only so much that we can kind of guarantee or promise ahead of time other than just like it's going to happen and these are the dates and let's see it unfold um, because there's obviously a lot of layers to to celebrity wishes. But talk us, you know, or walk us through a little bit on how, first of all, what made Frankie eligible to receive a wish? And then two, kind of how was it when you first met with wish granters uh, when you were referred to make a wish? So uh, number one, so what happened is, is my, I am proud to say that my, uh, my youngest son, Frankie, is a two-time cancer conqueror. So uh, 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 he had a rare form of, of leukemia uh, that uh, uh, approached his life twice. And what ended up happening was that uh, uh, he he uh, defeated the illness and 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 has been cancer free for quite some time. So we're extremely proud of it. Uh, we were we had some friends that had um, been wish parents and and their son had uh, been sick. Uh, so they had recommended uh, our family and Frankie uh, to the Make a Wish program. Uh, people came over and interviewed Frankie. I thought it was great. Uh, and I think Frankie initially was talking about going down to a, a safari in South Africa, but then we explained how long uh, the plane trip would be, and, and uh, he had he had no no interest in being in a plane for twenty hours. Um, then he was discussing some elements of going down to Disney World, and we explained to him that he had you know been to Disney before, and that we could probably go back there again. Um, that, that he should really just start to reach out a little bit more, uh, and then he came up with the uh, decision that he wanted to go and meet uh, Tom Brady, who who is uh, uh, his 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 favorite uh, NFL player uh, all around. And can we say he's you know I'm a huge you know Yankees fan, New York Giants fan, um, so it's hard for me to actually say this, but Tom Brady is the goat. Um, yeah, let's just put it out there. I mean, he's the greatest of all time. I mean, he just won a you know another Super Bowl with Tampa Bay in his first year with the team. I mean, he's. Everyone wants to go play with him. It just it, he really is an amazing not only athlete but then person, and you could see it in a lot of the photos that were taken during Frankie's wish. I mean, there's some yeah. really cool 
uh, images that came out of that interaction. So, you know, you mentioned that Tommy, that, excuse me, that Frankie is a, uh, is a two-time cancer survivor. Um, how, he, I mean, you're saying he's doing well, which we're so happy to hear that. How old is he? I mean, I was looking at the notes. I was kind of making the, he's, is he 19 years old now? Is this, is this he's going to be 19 in April. Um, uh, so he's, uh, uh, he is 18 currently. Wow. So, I mean, I remember Frankie when his wish was granted back in 2012, uh, I remember meeting him, talking to him, and it was one of those, he was just one of those kids that you just wanted to be friends with. Like, if I was a kid his age, I just wanted to be around him because he just brought really great energy, and he always had a huge smile um, on his face. And, you know, it's crazy that he's now an adult, 18 yeah, years old. No, he's, a, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, no, he's, he's, he's magnetic and, uh, uh, and the like, and uh, no, he's, uh, He's a grown boy, about ready to start college, so we're very excited for him and uh, uh, looking forward to his 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 future. That's amazing. So when he finally honed in on the, you know, the idea of wanting to meet Tom Brady, you know, how did when when it actually happened or like that process of it of his wish day actually unfolding, you know, how how was it for you, kind of seeing it from as like almost like a fly in the wall, just kind of seeing him through it. You know, how was that experience as a dad kind of seeing his wish granted in front of you? Well, as I mentioned, I mean, I, I think, you know, we had seen we had seen some wishes. Uh, we were we were hanging out on vacation at one stage when Frankie was during during treatment. And we had seen some wishes occur between a, a young girl uh, that lived in Wisconsin and her her dream had been to meet, you know, um, Aaron Rodgers and make a wish made that all happen. So when he came in and, and indicated that he wanted to meet Tom Brady, it was like, you know, but but. Um, you know, I think he had gotten the idea from some of this ESPN footage that he had actually seen. So uh, they made everything happen. Uh, we originally are from the Boston area and had moved down to New York in 2003. Um, my sons all kept their uh, their fanage, um, you know, to the Boston teams, you know, whether it was the Celtics or the Patriots or, or the Bruins or what have you. Um, so they had always maintained that. And uh, the limousine came and picked us up uh, in New York and they took us to Gillette Stadium on a Friday evening and uh, everything was fabulous. Our hotel room was was all, all decked out in the Patriots stuff. Uh, you all work amazingly with one another because I knew you pulled in the New England uh, uh, Make-A-Wish uh, staff and they were all there. Uh, so we enjoyed a um, uh, a nice Friday night. And then the next day we woke up, uh, we were able to go out on the field, get some tours of the locker room, uh, and so on. And then they brought us out to, um, uh, to the practice fields, uh, and the entire New England Patriots team was there, um, and the like. And then what ended up happening was that, uh, the kids got to watch. Uh, there were two or three other uh, wish children that were there. Uh, everybody got to watch the practices occur, and so on. And then, uh, and then suddenly, you know, I don't know what ended up happening. Um, you know, everybody just said, you know, I think Tom is ready. And then Tom broke away from the rest of the team, and uh, he went out uh, onto the fifty-yard line, and they uh, ended up sending the. Uh, the three wish children out to meet him. And, um, you know, as, as you certainly recognize and you certainly know, uh, when you watch anyone, let alone a child, 
go through cancer and cancer treatments. It is um, some of the most barbaric and some of the most brutal stuff that you could ever see. Um, and the fact that um, any child and, and, a, and a kid like Frankie, you know, just uh, put so much of their heart and soul into defeating cancer, uh, as it turns out, you know, you know, your own child, and, and in my case, actually became my hero, um, because it was remarkable watching, uh, you know, how valiantly he fought that illness and, and how well that he did. So um, to be standing out on the sidelines and to watch, um, you know, my youngest son walk across that field and shake hands with his hero was truly, truly one of the most remarkable things in the world. So my hero, who was my son, getting out there and 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 Brady is a very down-to-earth guy um, and the like. And I just, I found it hysterical. He just, you know, he's, you know, six foot four and he's reaching down to shake my son's hand and just literally just says, you know, hi, I'm Tom. <laughs> I was like, I, was <laughs> like I, I, I think he might know who you are. So it was a, uh, but it was a great, 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 great venue. And then again, you know, it's, it's, uh, it was, it was truly, uh, memorialized in, in my mind and in my soul forever. Um, you know, seeing, seeing my little hero, my son, you know, uh, meet his hero. That's amazing. And, and special shout out to our sister chapter. We're at the Massachusetts, Rhode Island, um, chapter who helped, uh, coordinate that wish for us. I mean, anytime for the, for our listeners, just to give you guys a, a friendly reminder, anytime we have a wish that takes place outside of our territory, whether it's a celebrity wish or a travel wish or something along those lines, we're always coordinating and working closely with the chapter, the, the nearest chapter to where that wish is taking place. So in this particular case, it was happening in Massachusetts. We linked up with that particular chapter in what we call a wish assist. And so we work together in collaboration to grant wishes like Frankie's. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's always been an amazing experience. Anytime we've granted, you know, New England Patriot wishes, uh, the entire organization top to bottom from, you know, how, from uh, Mr. Kraft all the way down to the people at the stadium, they really make sure uh, and ensure that every child is uh, well received and every family is well received when they're there. Um, so it's great to hear from your perspective as a, as a parent kind of going through it, that it did work out that way. So that's, that's always great to hear. Um, and it's interesting because you mentioned how, you know, you, you looked at your son, you know, as his wish was being granted and he was, he be, he was your hero, right? One of the things that I found in my research in preparation for this episode was your support of another foundation. It's called Little Bravest Foundation. And uh, I just want to mention it because you talk about heroes I mean, this is a an amazing. I didn't know much about it before this. I had heard of them, but I looked into it. And just for our listeners, just to give you guys a heads up, Little Bravest was started by a group of firefighters from Engine 84 and Ladder 34 over in uh, Washington Heights, um, over Manhattan. And they started Little Bravest in honors in honor of two of their brothers that they lost, unfortunately, in 2010, uh, sudden very suddenly. And 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 they both had very. Um, I guess, focused interest within the community and they, and collectively the entire company, you know, got together and created this or the, the firehouse, I should say, got together and created Little Bravest. So you are a supporter of theirs. Tell us a little bit about Little Bravest and how did you get involved with our, with our local heroes, the ones that are saving us on, and really are on the front line, helping us, um, 
you know, get through. No, they they an are they are an amazing crew. So uh, uh, obviously, when you have a son living in New York and and attending Columbia University and and um, uh, in Spanish Harlem, you know, was was where he got treated um, and the like. He, it was a uh, you know he would show up to his treatments wearing all sorts of patriot gear and so on and so forth, especially especially during the season. So the firemen, who are truly some of the most special guys I've ever met in my life, um, they all ended up uh, coming around Christmas time and delivering gifts to all the children that were at the uh, in the pediatric oncology ward at Columbia. And what ended up happening was that uh, they looked over and saw uh, Frankie, my son, uh, getting his chemo treatments or whatever, and just sitting in a, in, in a chair. And they saw him with his Patriots hat and his Patriots sweatshirts and all that stuff on. And they ended up just saying, you know, oh, look, there's a little boy over there that's a little bit confused. He doesn't understand. <laughs> he doesn't understand that. Um, he's in New York. Um, he's he's got to be a Giants fan. That he's in New York now and that he should be a Jets or a Giants fan. So <clears throat> they started to, to joke and, and jab at him. And then, of course, he, you know, starts coming right back with, you know, I mean, you know, oh, you know, you know, the Jets haven't won a Super Bowl. And, you know, I mean, you know, and what are you going to do? Bring Joe Namath back. I mean, he started. So the firemen all fell in love with him. Um, he fell in love with all the firemen. And that it was a, a relationship that got created um, 11 or 12 years ago and still remains to this day. So that it's an incredible, incredible organization. Uh, I, I have the utmost respect for all of them, not only for what they do each and every day, uh, in terms of protecting the public and protecting people against fires, but then also just the outreach that those guys have. I mean, they, they are, they travel all over the country and are, are promoting the little bravest and honoring young children. It's, it's just a remarkable, remarkable uh, organization. That's amazing. Yeah, I have to say, you know, firefighters, you know, my, my brother's a firefighter, so I have a, a, an affinity to all firemen out there and, you know, just doing what they have to do to protect their community. Um, but the cool thing about your your particular connection to Lil Bravis is that, you know, one of the, the founders of the of the Lil Bravis Foundation is close friends with one of our board directors, Brian Doyle. Yes. And it's a very interesting uh, Make-A-Wish connection, not only because Brian Doyle serves on our board and is one of our, you know, one of our uh, people in the community that really hosts many fundraisers for us throughout the year to support our local wish kids, but... It's also interesting because you actually spoke at one of Brian Doyle's events. If I remember correctly, it was a J.P. Doyle's golf outing that you spoke at in 2013. And you've stayed in contact with Brian since, right? Yes, 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 yes. So then uh, 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 there's a, a commonality and a common individual by the name of Chris Horgan. And the, the, uh, so we, we all are in touch, um, you know, through all of that. So it's all good stuff. Yeah, I got to say, I mean, it's one of the cool things about, about our chapter, Make-A-Wish Hudson Valley. You know, this whole podcast is about celebrating 35 years of wishes, um, you know, throughout since we were established back in 1986. And it's really, truly the people in our community that step up every year, like Brian Doyle, like many others that really help. It's an amazing network and everyone knows each other. No yeah. matter which foundation it is, they want you. They just want to help. You know, yeah. whether it's Little Bravest, whether it's Make-A-Wish Hudson Valley, whether it's something else. Everyone in our community just wants to rally together around these kids that are going through these difficult times, very challenging times for the entire family, and help them in any way they can. 
And um, and that's one of the great things about our chapters that we are able to connect all the dots together to really provide as much support as needed to families when they need it the most. And so it's great to hear that you're still in contact with Brian. Um, I'm hoping to get Brian on the podcast at some point because he has many oh, stories, um, you know, to to share as well. And um, you know, from again, one of the fun things about you know, our podcast is our ability to you know, share and highlight stories that most people don't really hear about. I mean, obviously you spoke at JP Doyle's golf outing um, and it was really just for the people in that room. You know, this podcast provides the platform that your story is being shared out to many, many people, many people uh, um, more than in a room. So, you know, if you have any advice or if you have any advice for other wish parents or guardians who are in the process of waiting for their wishes to be granted, what would you tell them about the, the wish journey that they're, that they're, just in the beginning um, to embark on? Well, I just, again, I just, you know, I, I, I look at, you know, you know, any illness and we obviously over the past year, when you look at everything that's happened with COVID, um, you know, it's devastating and it's devastating to a family. And I think that when, uh, you know, uh, unfortunately, the orbit of any illness embraces a child. Um, I mean, it, it is, it just, it just takes your breath away in a very wrong, wrong type of, of manner. And, um, you know, again, to watch, um, you know, what, what, what happens as it relates to treatments, as it relates to all the things, you know, um, you know, children, you know, miss the fun time, they miss riding the bikes, they miss the school outings, there's so many different things that just kind of get taken from them. And to, uh, you know, again, be in, involved with an organization that, uh, you know, listens to the child's needs, and listens to what the child wants, and does everything in their power to make things like that happen it is it's just unbelievable i mean it's 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 truly and i don't use this word loosely it is a godsend um to watch and see you know and and again i've i've spent time at the wish house uh and the like and i've seen um, you know, the pictures of, 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 of the young, young gentleman who met President Obama and that had been their wish. I saw the pictures of, of, um, uh, the young man that, that wanted to go meet the Pope. Um, you know, I mean, it's just, this is, this yeah. is just <laughs> unbelievable stuff. And again, you know, you guys are all working in the backdrop of it. Um, you don't interfere, you create these magical and golden bridges to align and, and make whatever these things are, um, you know, attainable for these people and, 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 and these little youngsters, no matter what the illness and no matter what, you know, they all deserve it just because they've, they've had aspects of life that have, uh, um, you know, that, that are, that are um, unfortunate for an adult to encounter and for a child, it's, it's, it's just, um, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. And, and I mean, you, you mentioned how much the child needs it, but how much does a family really need it? Because you, you know, went through it. You know, you saw your son go through one of the toughest times that he's faced in his entire life. You know, but did you find that the wish provided for you the support that you needed at that time to kind of help kind of get you through it? You know, um, 
Yes, I just I think I think just again, you know, when you when you just watch, I mean, it was it was two years, two and a half years of, of initial treatments that were going through and you just watched, um, you know, all the side effects and, um, you know, again, the, the, the harshness of it all uh, when you witness it. And then and then again, you know, you come out on the other side and it's not just out on the other side, but when you, um, you know, have have somebody's ultimate dream, um, you know, happening. And then, and then, you know, my, my whole family got to meet the, not only Tom Brady, but the entire New England Patriots team. Um, it was just a remarkable and miraculous weekend. It truly was, especially after, um, you know, cause as you certainly recognize, uh, when a child is sick, it's, it's terrible for the child, but it also has, uh, a command, um, and an impact on the entire family. So to, to be able to, uh, um, see them all just enjoy and relax and, uh, take part. in it was just, it was magnificent. Yeah. And I think that's something really important to share with our listeners. And if there are any wish parents that are currently in the beginning stages of this wish journey for them, you know, this, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. There, oh, is, there is there is an amazing experience that your child and everyone in the family that's involved will have at the end of it. And uh, and it's something that um, I think a lot of families, when they're in the in the beginning part of it, they they don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Let alone you know for celebrity wishes, it takes a while for us to coordinate those types of wishes. We have to coordinate with the celebrity. We have to coordinate with the host, the, the chapter, the assisting chapter that's working with us. I mean, there's a lot of layers of coordination there. Plus our Make-A-Wish America um, team as well. We're also coordinating through them. So there is a lot of waiting and waiting and waiting, which, you know, if you look at 2020 for us, where we had to postpone wishes as a oh, result yeah. of the pandemic, there is a lot of, there are a lot of kids and a lot of families that are currently waiting for their wishes to be granted and many of those kids that were waiting for celebrity wishes they have either switched their wish or they're willing they're open to meeting with their celeb favorite celebrity virtually and it's pretty cool because you have a really a one-on-one -on -one experience kind of like what we're doing right now via zoom with their favorite celebrity yeah it may not be in person but a lot of times you're able to have you know more time in a weird way with the celebrity of your of, that the child chooses through these virtual. So that's what we're calling our reimaginations of wishes, our reimagining wishes, um, is what kids are going through right now. There, there is a time of wait, but at the end of the day, when they have the wish granted, it's like you said, it's going to be, it's going to leave a, a lasting impact on not only oh. the child, but everyone involved. Oh, agreed. Yeah. Agreed, agreed, agreed. That's amazing. So real, so switching gears a little bit, uh, I was looking at the research and I found this very interesting because your son's wish was granted in 2012, right? You have been a, a supporter and a donor for our chapter prior to that. You, you started donating to our chapter back in 2007 um, from what I was able to find in our database. I mean, you supported our Walk for Wishes, which I think is the last time I have seen you and Frankie and, and the rest of the crew um, was at a Walk for Wishes event. Um, I, you've supported our Wish Ball. You know, so what kind of um, motivated you back in 2007 to give to give to Make-A-Wish Hudson Valley before your son even was diagnosed? 
Well, it was just, again, there was a, a close family friend of ours that um, um, their, their child had gotten sick. And, you know, we were supportive of that, that, um, uh, of that family. And then again, as I started to um, peel back the layers and understand more and more about what Make-A-Wish uh, is and does, uh, I just, again, have just, you know, found it to be a remarkable, remarkable organization. And it's just, it's just so pure um, in its focus and, and, you know, the design of it all as it relates to just, you know, helping, helping children. Um, you know, it was, I, I remember going to one of the wish balls and I, I think there was somebody we were raising money at that stage for uh, somebody, somebody um, you may re- recall it. There was a, a wish child that had been a big um, Lord of the Rings um, fan yeah, and wanted to go to New Zealand and see everything, you know, but I mean, <laughs> this is, this is amazing. Stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's just absolutely remarkable stuff to see these things all go down and you guys just, you pull it together and you make it happen. And, um, you know, I mean, again, my, my loyalty, my devotion, uh, my love, my respect, uh, for the organization, you know, it's, it's just all there. It's all there and whatever I'm able to provide and anything that I'm able to do, I'm going to do. That's amazing. Yeah. And for our listeners, that wish that, that Jim is referring to was a really cool wish. It was, I'm a huge Hobbit fan. So Lord of the Rings is right there with it. It's that second part of that epic journey. And, um, and, but the Lord of the Rings, you know, they, when they were filming their show, that movie, um, they built the entire, they built all the sets in New Zealand. Um, like they're real sets. These are not like movie kind of in a back lot somewhere in Hollywood. No, these are real buildings that they put up in New Zealand. They actually created a tour in New Zealand where you could actually walk the path of all the, all the characters from Lord of the Rings um, and see a lot of the same stuff that you saw in the movies, which is really, really amazing. Um, and that wish, like a lot of international related wishes are, are some of our more high cost wishes. So, you know, a lot of times we offer those wishes to be adopted during our wish ball um, as because, again, they are one of the more higher costing type of wishes that we grant. Um, but even though international travel right now is grounded until until, you know, things get better and we're able to provide, you know, a safe way of travel for our families. You know, there's still a lot of amazing wishes that are being granted right now from you know, we have a lot of backyard structures um, that are being uh, granted right now, including we had a kid that wanted a um, like a batting cage in his backyard. We've had, uh, you know, tree houses. We've had, you know, a man caves in the backyards. We've had a lot of really cool wishes that have come up, in- including electronics. I mean, we got kids with, with laptops and gaming computers and there's a lot of puppy wishes happening right now. So it's a <laughs> lot of fun when you get to see those types of wishes granted during this time that, you know, where a lot of things you're not able to really celebrate in a on a bigger scale with friends and family, but you still are able to celebrate these amazing wishes that are gr- being granted here locally at, at Make-A-Wish Hudson Valley. Our Stars at Home virtual talent show is back. We're bringing together the stars in our community to show support for local wish kids. And just like last year, these video submissions will be posted online and anyone can vote by donating in support of their favorite video. Now, through July 11th, you can submit a video showing off your hidden or not so hidden talent. Your talent could be anything from dancing, singing, cooking the perfect omelet, crocheting, performing a trick with your favorite pet, or even building a dollhouse. All types of performances are welcome, so show us what you've got. 
The video with the most votes and dollars wins. This year, in honor of our 35th anniversary, we're aiming to raise a minimum of $35,000. What are you waiting for? Go to our show notes and submit your video today. Well, let's switch gears a little bit. We have a segment on the podcast. It's called the Shooting Star segment. So it's a series of questions where you say the first thing that comes to mind. So I'll just throw okay. out a question and let's see what comes out. Okay. All right. First up, what would you say is your favorite memory with the chapter? With with Frankie's Wish or just in general? In general, yeah. It could be Frankie's Wish as the top kind of memory, which I would think it is as, as being biased as your son's wish. But are there any other memories that you can recall um, throughout your time kind of connected to make wish out some balance. I just think, you know, I mean, again, it's, it's, you know, I've done different charitable work before I've worked with different organizations. Um, you know, I've, I've done stuff with the, with the cancer societies and so on and so forth. Um, I just, my, my whole thing with, with make a wish is just the purity. Um, and again, whether it is watching, you know, your, uh, cancer conquering son, you know, shake hands with his hero, Tom Brady, all the way to uh, coming to the wish house and seeing people that had danced with Beyonce to people shaking hands with President. <laughs> they had wanted to meet Senator Obama when he was in Illinois and they, they couldn't make it happen just due to timing. And, and, uh, 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 so they, they ended up meeting, meeting President Obama in the Oval Office, uh, all the way to the wish of, of, of somebody going to the Vatican and meeting the Pope. Um, there is just an enlightenment and a purity to all of that that is just, it's just absolutely amazing. Absolutely. And it just, it, nothing, nothing in, in, in my world um, touches my soul more than um, seeing what you all pull off. It's, it's, it's remarkable. That's amazing. Now, if you could have a wish, what would it be? And I'll give you a few seconds to think about it. Um, I'll just remind our listeners that there are five formal wish categories. They are to go, to meet, to have, to be, and to give. So Jim, out of those five formal categories of wishes that we grant, what would your wish be? Wow. Um, what would my wish be? I don't, I don't, you know, I mean, we've always just kind of laughed. I do, you know, back to president Obama, I actually have a lot of respect for him. Um, um, you know, I've, I've always kind of laughed, you know, just, just, you know, uh, as you certainly recognize, you know, there's, there's games of football that are played in the month of December, um, where you turn on the TV at one o'clock in the afternoon and you watch all the way until midnight, um, because every game is so important and you're just glued to the, and, um, I think that they're, um, having some very cool people like, like Barack Obama, you know, just hanging out with some like that all day long um and uh and just watching football and eating good food and you know just hanging out i mean something like that would be uh would be rather magical in my opinion man you're speaking to my heart right there i love that i i, I can i join you for that wish yeah there you go there you go there you go oh so oh, that's great uh so uh, next question you know what advice would you give to someone in the community who is interested in volunteering their time with Make-A-Wish or is even looking to donate their, their resources um, or their treasure you know, to Make-A-Wish Hudson Valley, what would you tell them about donating or giving of their time um, 
you know, what would you tell those people to, to encourage them to, to do that for our chapter? Again, I think it's, it's just, there is just, um, you know, make a wishes focus and its aim, you know, again, on, on children and children that have um, had devastating illnesses, there's just, um, there's something absolutely remarkable and unique about all of that. Um, and then I just think that it's, um, it's just, it's so rewarding. There's no, um, politics or secret agendas. It's just, it boils right down to the fact that you are helping somebody that has had a tremendous setback in their life do this one thing that is almost unattainable. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's so difficult to, um, to go and meet the Pope, you know what I'm saying for a child, you know, it's so difficult to set it up and, and, and have a one-on-one and throw passes with Tom Brady. So there's just, it's just remarkable. And then again, there's, there's, I've, I've, I've worked with different organizations at different stages. There's um, at times, you know, um, you know, always the money issue. There's, there's agendas. There's just different things that actually, but, but, but with you all again, um, there is just a pureness to it that I think, uh, again, is, is, um, you know, would, would, would touch anybody and touch their heart and touch their soul. That's a, that's awesome. Um, I have another question for you here that just kind of came to me. Um, if you could speak to the volunteers that helped grant Frankie's wish today, seeing the impact that his wish has had so many years later, you know, what would you tell them about Frankie or about, you know, just the experience overall? What would you tell the volunteers that helped grant his wish? I, I just think that, you know, again, when you look at, um, you know, where I'm a very spiritual person, I look at, 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 you know, the world and the orbit, the people that come in and just as um, there were certain doctors that, um, you know, helped save Frankie's life and just, uh, and there were just a bunch of different people that just kind of shaped in, not even from the medical world that just stepped in and were there to help him and help our family just kind of move move forward and move on from a a uh, a devastating situation um i think the people that came over were the original messengers they were they were sort of like the angels that actually set things up and and um and again i mean it was just it was it was so pure it was so um, uh, remarkable and, and, you know, and, and, you know, just their interaction with him and, and, and trying to get him, uh, to define something that, that, that was, was, was really in many ways out of reach, you know, and, and, you know, just normal things. Um, but no, they were, they were, they, they were great. That's, that's awesome. And last question for you here, Jim, in one word, how would you describe Make-A-Wish? Wow. I've got two words. Can I use two? Yeah, absolutely. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get. <laughs> you're not gonna get. You're not gonna go into Make a Wish jail for using two words. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Denise's jail. The, uh, <laughs> um, I'm gonna say breathtaking, and I do not throw that down lightly. Um, and I'm just gonna say it's miraculous. It is just absolutely miraculous. Your customers are children that have encountered some some really 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 tough times and and uh the fact that you're able to kind of convert that um you know to bringing them to 
to wherever and whatever and the like that they uh, they have aspired. It's just it's 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 incredible. It is breathtaking and it is miraculous. That's amazing. So I have one other question. I lied. I have one more. All right. So, uh, you mentioned Denise a few times during this interview, and you know one of the things that we want to highlight during you know this podcast series is you know how you know members of our staff and or volunteers you know really connect very closely with our families throughout the the wish process and you know denise from what i understand is the one that helped connect um you know little bravest to maria ferrari children's hospital and that that's how they were able to also provide similar experiences like what frankie had over at, at columbia presbyterian you know they're able to provide that also at maria ferrari children's hospital so share a little bit about your relationship with denise and kind of how that's allowed you to stay connected and close to the chapter you know, so many years after Frankie's wish. Yeah. So what's ended up happening was that it was a, um, you know, after being referred by the family and then, and then some of the uh, wish volunteers had come and interviewed with, but, you know, obviously, um, you know, when Frankie made the decision that he wanted to go to New England and go, go see Tom Brady, we started to, to, um, you know, hear from the branches up in New England, as opposed to New York, um, and then something ended up happening where um, uh, Mario R Rivera, was that his name? Mariano Rivera, the Mariano all Rivera. Time greatest closer uh, for the New York Yankees. You got it. So he ended up um, uh, coming to an event that you guys all sponsored at a, at a, at a uh, automobile dealership. And um, Denise was there. She thought that Frankie would may, maybe want to. So it was we had already been working with Make-A-Wish and had been, you know, um, uh, engaged with them for about six months. And then Denise reached out and invited Frankie to go. So Frankie and I went there and then I met her. Um, she is a uh, remarkable and, and incredibly positive individual um, and uh, and the like. And, and, you know, you just. Uh, you know, you you often at times, uh, especially in in my age bracket, you come across some different people that 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 you know you just uh, lock on to and just realize that they're very special people and special individuals. And she fell into that category for me. And and uh, you know, again, any any time um, that I have the opportunity to assist uh, your organization, I just I just don't forget. I'm not. I'll, I will never forget. Um, you know, what you all did and, 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 uh, again, you know, what you, what you provide, uh, to children and to the community and, and, um, um, she'll, she'll be my, my buddy forever. There you go. That's amazing. Jim. But again, thank you so much for, for sharing some time out of your, your crazy day to kind of chat with us here at Make-A-Wish Hudson Valley. We can't thank you enough. Um, our special thanks to our guest, Jim, for joining us today and sharing the transformative impact his son Frankie's wish has had not only on his life, but on everyone that he comes across, including Little Bravest, which is pretty cool. We'll make sure to put a link out in the uh, show notes so that you guys can support Little Bravest as well. So, Jim, thank you so much for chatting with me today. Really appreciate it. Hey, thank you for the time. It's been my pleasure. To our listeners, remember, you can always refer to our show notes for additional information about the topics we discussed today. We invite you to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcast to help us reach as many people as possible about our wonderful mission. Special thanks to the executive producers of the Wish House podcast, Jillian Rodriguez and Sydney Wolf. Shout out to Wish alum Brian Chin for providing our podcast theme music. 
And finally, from all of us at the Wish House, stay safe and healthy.